Welcome to Ann's Cast. We're so happy that you're listening. If you enjoy what you're hearing, please rate us on the Apple Podcast app. It helps a bunch. You can interact with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks again, and we hope you enjoy the listen. Hey, welcome back to the Ann's Podcast. This is episode 30. 30? Yeah. Dude, Just like you. Yeah. I'm 30. You're in your 30s. Yeah. Oh, it's feels and we're, good, we're We're <laughs> in, we're just, well, we're not in the 30s, but we're at episode 30. For sure. It's pretty cool. How's, uh, how's Just Tony doing? Uh, just Tony is doing just fine. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I got it. I got it this time. <laughs> Have you done any anything scholarly? No, professor. No, through? I haven't. Uh, I haven't done anything scholarly yet. Mm, no, not quite. I was, you know, I, you know, it's just we we just kind of let it be. You know, just, right? I, I, I let me just. I'm just a. I'm just a professor. That's all that right. people need to know. If people got a problem with it, they can suck it. Do you do, do you do, um, this is how I see you in the evening. You come home. Yeah. You get in a robe and maybe an ascot, maybe some slippers, maybe some silky pajamas. Yes. Sit in front of a fire. Yep. Smoke a cigar in a big oversized chair. <laughs> have a glass of whiskey. Yeah. Uh, exclude the whiskey and cigar. And I'm well, game. maybe some sweet tea. It <laughs> looks tea. like whiskey. Oh, I like the sweet tea. Yeah, <laughs> definitely robes, slippers. Let me just tell you, there ain't no underwear on. It's just a <laughs> robe. My junk's just touching that. Yeah. <laughs> so no slippery pajamas. <laughs> no, get that out of here. I mean, I'd be just way the, too hot. So is the robe like silky robe? Too. So your so your ding dong is just on the robe. Yes. Absolutely. That's good stuff. Yep. Hey, did we, did, did my son do something with the heat after we recorded or before last time we recorded? With the heat? Yeah. Okay. So it was after. I don't know what you're talking about. So I got a story. All right. (laughs) You always have. I got, I come home. This is just a quick little son story. Um, That's fine. I like your stories. My son turned 15 yesterday. We hear stories and we go off like 20 minutes just on that story. So So good. We, he turned 15 yesterday. Yeah. He's really excited about getting out there, working on getting his license and everything. I have a little surprise for him when I get home today because I made some phone calls and uh, possibly he could be uh, going to work now. So um, uh, right. he's only 15, so he can only work so many hours. But right. I talked with you a little bit about it beforehand. But uh, so I come home last week, right? I think it was Monday. And I walk in. Well, real quick. In the middle of the day, I came home because Talon gets these things for the teacher. I don't need to explain it, but I had to come home and grab something. Okay, there we go. I don't want to explain That's the fine. story. So I came home to get something because I needed to make copies for it at work. And I walked in and I was like, man, it feels warm in here. Like really warm. Mm-hmm. I was like, eh, you know, Annie likes the heat on and it's mm-hmm. only her at home now. She was up napping. I didn't want to go up and bother her. And so I thought, man, but it's really warm. Like, but all right. And 
I didn't even think to check the thermostat. Just walked out. Right. So then I go to work. I come home from work, and I walk in, and it is roasting hot <laughs> in the house, right? So I go look at the thermostat, and it's set at 78 Ooh, that's degrees. Warm. Yeah, that's warm. And I go upstairs, and I go, and I look at Annie, because Annie will turn it up, and she'll get it warm, even like on days when it was still getting away from the sun, but cool for me, but... um. For her, it was like, or cold for her, but to me, it was like, eh, it's still kind of sunny, warm, right? She would turn the heat on because she was cold, even though it was kind of sunny to me. But I guess, right? Just, you know, she's small and tiny, so right. I, I could see where she's getting cold. And so I'd come home and it'd be like 76, and I'd be like, honey, you cannot have the heat running. Like, it's sunny outside. And she's like, it's 60 outside. And I was like, yeah, but it's warm. Right. So, like, for me, that's, like, too much, right? So, I, yeah. I see it's 78, and I'll go upstairs and be like, so I go upstairs, and I go, babe, 78? And she goes, I didn't touch it. Somebody turned it up to 78. The dear old dad here is going to go find out who turned it up to 78. <laughs> so, I go into my youngest, right? I'm thinking... I don't even know if he really knows how to change it to like air <laughs> he probably knows what, probably doesn't know what that box on yeah, the wall is. Yeah, he sees the box and he thinks somebody had hung a plastic box on the wall. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't really know what's going on there. Right. So <laughs> I go into him and I go, did you by chance? And I stopped and I said, no, nah, it wasn't you. Didn't even ask him. Just shut the door. <laughs> walked out. Like, right. there's no way. He doesn't even know what it is. I don't even want to give him the opportunity to know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so right. and then I go into my daughter, who I've had changed from heat to air conditioning when she's been downstairs. Right. I yelled down and be like, hey, turn the air conditioning on. I go, and I go, did you by chance go and turn the heat up this morning? She goes, no. Like, all right. There's one culprit left. <laughs> And I know who it is. <laughs> so I go and I see, I hear him in there. He's in the bathroom taking a bath, right? I can hear him in there. He's listening <laughs> to his music. I knock on the door. His music stops. Yeah. I go, did you by chance this morning when you woke up, turn the heat on, turn it up? Yeah. I go, what in God's name would possess you to turn it up to 78 degrees? Yeah. Oh, it's cold. <laughs> like... If you're let me let me just make something real clear here, okay? If you're cold, you go put like fifteen sweatshirts on, okay? Yeah. You wrap yourself in a blanket. Right. You don't touch the thermostat. Let right. me just say, have you ever seen Stepdads, the movie with Mark uh, Wahlberg and Will Ferrell? Yes. So in the first one, Will Ferrell's the stepdad, Mark Wahlberg's the yeah. real dad, and they kind of have a cool bantering, right? Well, right. then it, by the end of it, they become buddies, right? right. I, if I just ruin that for somebody, yeah, it. it's okay. It's all so then me. stepdad two now they're buddies, right? And they work together. But now Mark Wahlberg has a wife, and she has a daughter. So now he's a stepdad, right? Right. And so they go on this Christmas vacation with all the families, right? Because the dads come, right? John Lithgow is actually the dad in that right. one. And uh, the stepdaughter, one, one night, the air, the heat is up to like 85. And Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg come out and they're looking at each other and they're just sweating. And they look at each other like, why would you do this? And Will Ferrell, you know, he's got that look, that joke. <laughs> yeah. Like, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? And And he goes, it's not me. And pretty soon, so they turn it down. So Will Ferrell turns it down to like 70 or 68 or something. And all of a sudden, the stepdaughter of Mark Wahlberg comes walking out. 
it's while she's still kind of like sleeping right and she cranks it back up to 85 right will ferrell kind of looks at her with this look like uh uh-uh. and mark Wahlberg's like and so he goes to say something to her and mark Wahlberg's like no man it's okay i i, I let her do that and he goes no you don't touch the thermostat. Kids don't touch the thermostat. Right. Like, it's a big deal. You don't touch it. Right. right. Like, you need to set some boundaries. And the whole right. point was, you as the stepdad need to set boundaries. Right. You don't touch that, right? That's what I basically did to Logan. Like, dude, you don't touch that ever again. And he goes, well, only turned it up like a couple notches. I said, no, dude. I set it for nighttime to be at 68 and when it hits 6 a.m. in the morning, it bumps to 70. That right. way the heat can turn on, and it can start heating up, and Annie feels it when she wakes up at 6.30, right? Right. There's, it was 70, and you turned it up to 78. 78, that I gave is him hot. a butt-chewing, dude. I'm like, we're oh, yeah, all yeah, yeah, sweating yeah, yeah. our asses off up in this sta- upstairs because all that heat has risen, right? Right, right. And it's just hot upstairs. I'm like, so I went into the bedroom, and Annie, of course, she's like, don't need to you don't need to chew him out like that. And I'm like, no, he needs to be chewed out like that. And so then I tell her, I'm like, I can't stay up here. Like I'm, I am a big dude. Okay. I'm not, (laughs) I'm not staying up here. There's like 85 up here in the bedroom (laughs) and Annie's sitting in the covers. It's like 85. I'm like, no way. Shelly's like that too. Did your kids ever do that growing up? Like ever touch the thermostat? No. Did you ever get one? No, I don't think they ever really knew where to right, do that right. they do now and they've ooched it up a little bit but they don't do it you know a whole lot and i like to i like to keep it cool but i know in the winter it just gets jacked and it gets it yeah. gets you know we have an old house so it's you know between 75 and 80 and we just you know dude i'm not i'm not down <laughs> but if it were me it would yeah. be the air conditioning heating unit would be off in the wintertime. Right. It would just be off. And I would deal with how just naturally cold it was in the house, right? <laughs> Unless it was, like, freezing outside. At that point, it has been very cold in the house, and I've turned the heat on. Yeah. And for winter and for summertime, air conditioning all the time. Set it 70 degrees, possibly 68. Right. And just cold. Like, right. That's how I would keep it, right? It's just. We like to keep it warm. You do? Yeah, so well, the girls do. I can't do the warm. I'll be yeah. sitting downstairs, and it's like it says like 72, and I'm like. <gasps> well, we're like, like getting ready to change over from uh, just sheets, like cool sheets, to right. flannel. And I'm Flannel sheets? Yeah. I tried that shit one time. Nope. Yeah, Shelly likes the flannel sheets. So. Yeah, get that crap out of here. Mm. <laughs> pick your battles I'm not, I'm not terribly excited about it but i got a great story s- about that we're switching over to flannels so my parents have a electric heated blanket right yeah. it's where one side is for one yeah. person and the other side's for the other person right well when my mom went out of town to like some women's convention thing yeah my dad decided he was gonna you know remake the bed and the sheets and stuff well he threw the electric blanket on there and he threw it on backwards, like opposite. So the the well, you throw it Your on dad. and you plug the controls in, right? He plugged the controls in opposite, right? <laughs> so they go to bed that night when my mom comes home, and my mom's like, "Ooh, it's cold." So she turns up her heat. My dad's over there, and he's like, "Man, it is really warm." So he's turning down his to colder, 
And my mom's like, man, it is not getting any warmer. I am freezing. So she's turning up her heat. Well, he had swapped them. So she's turning up the heat on his, and he's turning down the heat oh. on hers. <laughs> that so, sounds like something your dad would do. Yeah, needless to say, that night, my dad didn't get really any sleep. He was just sweating, dude. That's sweating. so funny. Hilarious. But, you know, it's I, – I just – I like it. I like it cold. Like if I if it's seventy two, I'm too hot. I'll crack a window. Of course, then like right now, it's so cold out at night. Right. And when I crack the window, all that air breezes, and then I start to get cold, and I have to get up and shut it. And I'm like, yeah. you idiot, why'd you open the window? But you know, yeah, we keep a fan on even during the winter, but it's more. It doesn't point towards us. More just for sound. It's sound, but it also keeps the air yeah. flow yeah. going. You know, moving little, little, little. So tidbit. we do have an air conditioner in that window too that we'll turn on sometimes. Oh, okay, for yeah. the f- summertime. And Sierra, well, sometimes when it's cooler, because Shelly wears flannel, pajama pants, and we usually have a sheet and then a blanket, and then she has another blanket, do and you then wear she has an optional blanket. No, I wear well. I, no, I just wear athletic shorts. That's it. No shirt. Nothing, no socks. Nothing. That's what I'm talking nothing about. Else. Yeah, maybe I'm, my indoor. I'm either in the brief. buff, yeah, or I'm wearing like my. I'm wearing like my like uh um uh the, the underwear I like are like the like the athletic kind. That's what I wear, tight. like boxer briefs. Yeah, but they're like tight, right? Tight yeah. fitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wear those, or I'm in the buff, dude. That's mm-hmm. I can't do the. Th- I try to go to bed with like shirts or pants Mm-mm. on. Uh, no, nope. it like twists. It's all tangled. Tang- oh. And then it's just hot. I couldn't imagine flannel pajamas with a flannel sheets. It would annoy the ever living shit out I of me. I don't know. Oh my gosh. I that don't would know. drive me nuts. Luckily, we have a king size bed, so I don't have to sleep anywhere near. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right? It's just a lot of heat. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of heat. A little, t- a little, a little trick, a little uh, thing for the fan. For those of you who have babies, uh, is there anybody listening who has a baby? Oh, well, either way. For those of you who have babies, a fan in the room is a great idea when you have a baby because they say that the fan circulates the air mm-hmm. so the air can't get stagnant. Mm-hmm. Is that the right word? Stagnant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the, because if the air gets stagnant, it's possible that the baby will will possibly um, – it's possible the baby would stop breathing. Yeah. And so with a fan in there, because the air is constantly circulating, it keeps the baby constantly breathing. Yeah. Kind of cool, little little. That's why we don't. Yeah, that's why we have uh, a fan going, so yeah. it doesn't get stagnant. Yeah, it doesn't and get stagnant. It's kind of become a noise thing too. Yeah, it's a little, for sure. Yeah, I tell you what, if you sleep with a fan for a month in your room, and then after that month you go and turn the fan off and try to go to sleep, you can't do it. It's tough. It's tough, just man. silent is a little yeah. tough. Yeah, like if we're at a hotel or tough. or like a house at the beach or something, I'll turn my. F- phone on to something like a fan sound for sure or an ocean sound or something we're kind of for sure either that or i'll leave the tv on which even then you got lights so then that's like yeah i don't like a bit that too much i pull my or, covers over my or head. i'll try to see how loud i can get the machine whether heat or cool to blow loud wise right right but they're always trying to make those things cooler or quieter i mean yeah i don't want it quiet i, I don't want it quiet i want it loud Just give me like, an old school yeah. fan <laughs> blow that thing right <laughs> so well should we uh should we actually tie in to the last episode like we said we were going to let's yeah let's revisit this irritation and annoyance thing yeah 
I actually did some research. I did a little bit too. Oh, you did do research. You just didn't bring anything. Yeah, I just have it on my phone. Oh, why do, why do phone. I need to print something out when I have a computer you know in my hand? Listen, listen, I was at my office on my computer, and I found some stuff, and I printed it out because I didn't want to have to send the link to my phone. But so to end last week, I started out with this. I found the website again, and I printed it out. And it was the five most common reasons we get annoyed. We may have seen the same thing. Because I so, have something similar. What irritated me about this, though, and I pointed this out in the last podcast. Is it from Psychology Today? Yes. Okay, we're looking at the same thing. Okay, so what irritated me about this, and I pointed this out in the last episode, <laughs> yeah. was that I just got a text from somebody. Okay, got it. My wife wants a Starbucks. Of course. Uh, what irritated <laughs> me about this was that, um, real quick, pause. Sure. We're recording this on Monday. Yeah, right. Uh, I wanted to say this because Saturday I couldn't do it. I woke mm-hmm. up, I had a migraine, wasn't feeling it, and I texted you and said, "Dude, it's not going to happen today." Mm-hmm. I really didn't even get to see your text until later on that day because I had to drive out to my dad's, get my meds, get back, and I just laid down. I couldn't That's even. Fine. I, I didn't even. I just watched the Nebraska game. Yeah, so uh, so we're doing it Monday, so we can get one out for tomorrow. But yep. uh, I just wanted to pause and let everybody know that. So. So I'm here in the afternoon, so my wife is saying, hey, on your way home, bring me a tea, uh, Starbucks. Right. So, okay, I'll do it, honey. A little Monday okay. night Starbucks. A little Monday night Starbucks. So what irritated me about this was it says the five most common reasons we get annoyed. But down here at the bottom, right before it gives you number one, it says, but your feelings of annoyance might be trying to tell you something important, such as one of these five things. That doesn't really sound to me like the five most common reasons to get annoyed, but maybe it is. Right. I'll just, just go with it. So do you want to do you want to do number one? We're looking at the same thing. We are looking at the same thing. So what's what's number one? What do we got there? Uh, I'll just read it. Uh, you need to set a limit. Someone is asking you a question that feels much too personal and you feel irritated. The irksome tingle of annoyance lets you know that someone may be about to violate your boundaries. So gear up for a protective response before things go too far, such as saying, I really don't want to talk about it. Or one of these options, which is there's a link. Gotcha. So it's saying this one reason that we would get annoyed is that we don't set a limit. And so people just go on and on and brings us to being annoyed. Is that what it's saying? Yeah, it's like they're getting in your space. Like it's it's a boundary right. issue. The funny thing is, this is a weird so thing. So this is really the the five things that we can help like keep us from getting annoyed. Well, it does tell us why we get annoyed possibly. True. But the weird thing is is so my wife tells me often need to watch your tone with her with the kids with anybody yes because i can come off you know there's a tone that i can get right so yesterday or the day before she said just trying to make conversation just talking Mm -hmm. like showing interest and (laughs) she's like so did you do your homework and i was like yeah Like, I I was like, I don't know if Drew did, but I did. 
<laughs> like in a tone. And as soon as I said it, I thought, why do I have a tone? She's showing me, <laughs> she's showing interest in what we're doing. She just wanted to know if, because I said I ran upstairs the last time we got together and I, so we got homework to do because we're going to kind of, yeah, you know. And I'm like, I, why am I such an asshole? Yeah, I do it all the time. I'm why am I kidding. such a dick all the time? <laughs> yes. And my friends, I know there's certain friends that would listen to this and say, amen. amen. Why are you? Yes, yes. I do the same I think thing. That's part of what our discovery is here and why we're doing this. Like, it can't be everybody else all the time. Yeah. We have to take ownership of this. <laughs> At least partly. <laughs> Some people are just annoying. Yes. But the, but why I have a tone with my wife that's showing interest in something that we're doing and asking me if I did homework, it's like, I don't think it has anything to do with her. It's just like, in my mind, is my mind thinking she's like questioning me? Like yeah. not like... Did you do your thing? Did you do your homework like that? That's I like think, like that's how my mind's reading sure. it. I think that's. What I it need is. a mind adjust. Yes. I need a brain adjustment. I have done this so many times, and Annie will be like, "Really?" And Annie's done it Calm to me. Calm f down. Annie's done it to me, and I'll be like, "Whoa, attitude right. like that, right?" Like, right. and she'll be like, "She'll go, sorry, I'm a little irritated. I'm a little irritable, right?" But it's. I think it's just one of those things where I, I see what you're saying there, and I've done that same thing where you have it in your mind like she's trying to say to you. And I've even said to her, I'm not a child. I've gotten it done. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and it's like, it, it, well, she didn't say you were a child, right? She was just like, Shelly was just talking to you about it. Like, yeah. Hey, did you get your homework done? You know, like, yeah, like, I'm the idiot that ran upstairs and said me and Drew have homework. Yeah, exactly. It's like, so I do it. I do it all the time and I have to start to check myself. Like, like, and it's not, it's, it's not like Annie's always saying something to irritate me. Right? right. But when she says something, I'll actually have to check it in my head. Right. And it's a yeah. process with me. I'll check it in my head. Like, okay. She's just, She's just asking. I have you, to do that. Just you have, I to, have do to do that. that. At, you know, answer the question. Like, why is it so hard? To, you know, I was thinking about this in the shower. I think it was actually this morning, and I'm pull, I remember pulling down my uh, towel. Like, I can, I know when I was thinking this through. It was like I was pulling down my towel, and I'm thinking, I need to figure out how to do exactly what you said. Like, just take a quick second and yep. think about it instead of saying, "Yeah." He yeah. did. I don't know if he did his. <laughs> like, why am I such a jerk? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> now there are, I did look up in another reason, another list that we can go over. Like, you know, why are we like, uh, like sleep deprivation, you know, just being tired. Oh, yes, can make yes. You I saw that too. I didn't print that impatient. one out. Yep. Um, yep. You know, just stress in general, uh, you know, all kinds of so, so, stuff. But. And that article was basically saying, I kind of read something similar to yeah. that. It, it may have been the same one that we were yeah. seeing. But that article was basically saying that there are things that can uh, 
uh, like, accentuate would yeah, that like, be the word or provoke right yeah. provoke or accentuate the yeah. the irritation right. right so it's sometimes you're not even like, irritated but because you haven't slept enough thing, yeah. or and we all know that we all know that right, right, you know, right, sleep right, right. is some of those and everything and and um so that one i i the reason i didn't print it off is because it was it it kept referring back to and I don't want to get so deep like this, but it kept referring right. back to, oh, you, then you need to go see your doctor. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm not, I'm, <laughs> I don't have such irritation that I need to go see my doctor, right. you know? I think I might. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might. Uh, well, luckily for you, Professor Drew is right here. So <laughs> I don't need to, I don't need to pay anything. You don't need to pay nothing. Bitch. <laughs> it's free. Uh, <laughs> So what's what's uh number f- number two here number two? Are go you ahead. gonna read this one? Uh, you go ahead. Okay. You, you sound great when you read it. Okay. You need to protect your time. Is someone asking you to help out at another school event again? Your annoyance may be telling you that you are already overloaded and that you need to do something about that. Start with saying, "I've got a lot on my plate already. I think I'll think about it and get back to you." So basically, this is saying that if you o- keep overloading yourself yeah. and this person asks for you to spend time at school, right, to help out, and you say yes, that could possibly cause for an irritation or an annoyance right. moment. I have a so great, protect your time. Yeah, I have uh, kind of a quick example of this. Pastor Dave actually at our church talked about this, not irritation, but setting boundaries or setting uh, figuring out your margins and boundaries because he he realized over the last I don't know like six months that he was kind of starting to feel burnt out and so he kind of he listened to some podcasts or he listened to some YouTube videos of some pastors read a couple articles some books to try to figure out I think specifically for a pastor because pastors can get burned out really mm-hmm. quick I mean they're a lot of people, especially at a big church, a lot of people wanting a lot of your time. Yeah. And if so you by he, any chance mention that he should listen to our podcast. No, I didn't <laughs> suggest that. <laughs> no, I'm not going to suggest that. Hey, I got one for you. <laughs> Give this a listen, son. <laughs> yeah, no. But he he was talking about the Sabbath and he was talking about showing up on places. He, uh, the way he planned was to be on time and he never considered anything like traffic or anything like that. And so when he would leave and he knew he'd be on time and then show up a little bit late into an event or a dinner or something, and he would be a little on edge. He would be tense because now he's late. And so yep. he's not at his best. I've with- seen him like that. He's not at his yeah. best with other people coming into an event. And he's For like, sure. I can't do that. Absolutely. So he's like, I've kind of had to readjust and, you know, leave early and, and account for traffic or, you know, things that may come up on the way. And if I'm early, then I'm a little bit more calm. I'm on time. And as I enter, I'm going to be chill. Yeah. Most likely. Yeah. That's great. That's a perfect example. I mean. So it was really good. I will do that a lot like i'll leave and i'll give i like being i will give early. unrealistic times too like yeah. if somebody's like hey are you gonna make it i'll be like i can be there in three minutes <laughs> shit i'm like 15 minutes out right and right. I, but i'll say it like i'll be there like in 
I got I'm I'm right around the corner, not even close to being around the corner. So now I've given the realistic time, right? Yes. And so now I'm trying to run and now everybody on the road is an effing idiot at this point because yes. I just gave a realistic time and they're causing me to not keep that realistic right. unrealistic. So now time. you're that stress and irritation is building. Correct. All because I'm because uh, I'm an idiot. I'm like trying to please everybody, right? Like right. my wife will be yep. like, he "Hey, you said that. you'd be here five minutes ago," and mm-hmm. I'm like, "Yeah, I'll be there. Uh, I'm I'm right around the corner. I'm not right around the corner, you yeah. know. I'm still down by freaking Walgreens. I'm not even close." And to you don't right want to tell her because you don't. Yeah, because I don't her want her to be and... more irritated. But in right. actuality, if if I were just honest with myself in that situation and said, "Hey, <laughs> I'm ten minutes out. I'm sorry. I'm running late," you know. Now it's been out, and I don't have to. It's stress relieved, right? Right. And she may actually be able to help. Maybe I'm running to go get a kid, and she can say, you know what? Don't worry about it. I'm right here. I'll swing in and grab him. Right. Now, now that, but instead, I try to, I totally F it all up yeah. because I'm like, So hey. it's always better to under-promise and over-deliver. Correct. That's why they always tell you to, so you if give, you show up, what is it? If you show up five minutes early to work, you're late. Right. You show up. Yeah, what, I, I don't like know that. how that works. So. If you maybe, show up on th- time, you're late. Yeah, if you that's what it is. If you show up on time, you're late, and if you show up 15 minutes early, you're on time. Right. So if you show up 30 minutes early, you're. I early. like showing up to places early. Yeah. So I'm just, you know, that's a good one. I like that. Anyways, yeah, it was that good. Doesn't mean I mean it doesn't mean like I'm not going to get annoyed, which I still am, but. So we kind of got off track a smidge, but it is it kind of correlated a little bit, just protecting your time, not overcommitting and stressing yourself out. Correct. So, yeah. All right. Number three, you need to find a better way to do something. Annoyed at all the morning tasks you need to juggle just to get to work on time. Annoyance can be a spur of to creative problem solving. It can even be a mother of invention. What could you do to make your situation better? Could you wake up 15 minutes earlier, do some tasks the night before, or delegate lunch making to your kids? Pretty much what we just talked about. Yep. Exactly. So we just stemmed from two and went into three a little bit, but let's move on to number four. Okay. You're feeling resentful or angry. Maybe you think you're doing more than your share of household chores Instead of stewing about it or letting the situation escalate into a family fight, acknowledge your annoyance, turn your complaint into a request, and see what happens. You could say, I appreciate it if you could. My wife will do this mm-hmm. because she deals with most of the household stuff. And by most, I mean probably 100%. Right. <laughs> Let's be real. So, <laughs> I will lift my feet when she vacuums underneath me. So right, I that's do your give, help. Right? Yeah, I help out in some way. So, <laughs> uh, but she does most of the stuff. So um, she does the laundry. She makes the lunch for kids. She's thinking of dinner. She's doing this. She's doing that. Right. She's always picking stuff up. And me, I, I just don't see it. Now, so she's done this. And... Actually, she's done exactly what this is said. She said to me, I would appreciate it if you could, and she'll say what I could do, right? right? If you could, you know, do the dishes once in a while or whatever. My thing that I've said back to her, and I know it's not an excuse, but it is for me, it is what I, happens with me, is I don't see it. So 
If I walk into a kitchen and there's a, like four or five plates in the sink, I don't see that as a big problem. Now, if it's overwhelmingly sure. full, then I'll be like, whoa, and 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 it'll spot my eye, and I'll be like, okay, let's clean it. Right. She sees the four or five plates in there, and she's right. like, that's a mess. Why didn't anybody clean it up? Right. You know. So I've told her, if you need me to do this, just say it to me. Yes. And and like and like don't just say hey sometime could you go do the dishes say Drew could you go do the dishes like right now and I said I know that's kind of annoying because it's kind of like I'm another kid in a way yeah. but for me I just don't see it so when that's I look around I think to it's be clean I just to. that's how I need to be communicated to like yeah. if you just say hey those shoes need to go upstairs like now I'll be like oh, okay and I'll pause the game and I'll go take them upstairs by pause right. I mean probably on playstation so but it's like that's this is exactly what she does and basically this is saying um this is saying don't make it a complaint don't don't sit and complain about all these issues Mm -hmm. change that complaint let turn it into a request by saying hey i'd appreciate it if you could do this or if you could do that now you're requesting now it doesn't sound like complaint because when people complain people don't want to help out they just see that as annoying right Write it off. Right. Okay. Number five. And I think this is where most of mine comes in. Oh, the, yeah. The, the, Just this the is, first line. This sure. is where uh-huh. all the other ones I understand, but I think this in general, most of the time, this is where my annoyance comes. Go ahead. In all aspects mm-hmm. of life. How much are you going to read of this? Probably all of it because that middle bulleted item yep, yep is okay where i live so sit okay. back and listen bitches okay number just tony time number five you are suffering from perfectionism you may become irritated when you don't live up to your own standards when someone else doesn't live to up to your own standards or when this cruel world betrays your ideals of how things ought to be Yep. This is the one that was resonating with me. <laughs> yep. When I looked at this list. In this case, and these are three bulleted items. If you're annoyed at yourself for falling short of the mark, you could choose to make a creative change, reevaluate your high standards, or just send yourself some compassion. This is in quotation marks. You have a right to be less than perfect. You are human. Uh, second one, when someone else doesn't live up to your standards, you could either speak up clearly about what you expect, try to see the situation from the other person's point of view, or dis- or you decide to let it go. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where mine is. Like, I just want people... Do you want to read the third one real quick uh, and then sure. we'll get into it? Sure, sure, sure. Third? And when, uh, number three... Uh, and when the world is cruel, unjust, or just plain disorganized, you can't become an activist. You can become an activist and make at least your own corner of the world a bit better. So go ahead and say what you were going to say. Okay, so what I was going to say is I just, and I don't think, well, maybe they are. I don't think my standards are that high for other people. I just want people to think. Like Amen. I want... Like, I want people to use common sense. Oh, that's a great word. It's a great word. So, <laughs> I, ca- I have this example, and I ca- I'm going to try to be kind, but 
uh, I don't know if I was really annoyed, but I may have been a little annoyed. So I get up to church last week for a rehearsal for something. Mm-hmm. And everybody's, so the parking lot is, <laughs> the parking lot isn't full, but there's a lot of, a lot of cars in the parking lot, in the okay. front parking lot. And there's about four or five people waiting outside. So I'm using my deductive reasoning and thinking, all right, there's way too many cars for the amount of people that are standing in the parking lot. For sure. So in my brain, I'm thinking, uh, so I get out of my car. They're all standing around because all the doors are locked. And I think, all right, there's more cars here than you. So there's gonna there's gotta be people right right even here. if you all drove your own car there's still there's twice way, as many cars way too the, many cars here there's twice as many <laughs> did it dawn on anybody that there's somebody else here <laughs> so somebody had called somebody to come up and unlock the doors I'm like. There's twice as many cars here in the parking lot. There, are, There's people here. So I go. Somebody called somebody that's at home yeah. to drive up and unlock the door. Yeah, all the doors are locked. <laughs> Genius Just, thinking. <laughs> go ahead. So I'm like, I'm, I'm going to go check the gym because I'm pretty sure G-Fit or something, you know, like our exercise thing that we have, at, you know, at church. I'm pretty sure somebody's back there there's i i'm just wanting to discover where the people are right there's clearly more people here so why isn't anybody looking for the more people right why are we just standing around in the parking lot effing lemmings dude and <laughs> <Effing> lemmings <laughs> so i go to the gym and i open the door the door is cracked for people to come in and i said um the gym doors are to the church so the gym and then the church are locked, which is totally understandable because there's security. We want security. Right, right. So it's all locked up. So the guy that runs the program unlocked the door and then let me get through the church. And he did have to check the alarm because the gym and the church are on separate, separate alarms. alarms. Everything yeah. was cool. So I let the people in that were outside and we got into the uh, sanctuary. And then the person that was called comes running in and he's like, what? <laughs> what? I, and I'm like, you know, it's... so this is the thing, Drew. <laughs> this is the thing. We're at church. I'm trying to keep my natural feelings at bay. Right. Because I'm like, why isn't anybody just thinking this through? And, and I'm, gonna, I'm sounding sense. really mean. At the risk of somebody that was in that small group, listen to this podcast. I hope but... they are listening to this podcast. <laughs> it sounds like some brain adjustment needs to be happening. <laughs> I'm just saying. Come on. So this is the thing. <laughs> I know I sound like an asshole. But I'm thinking, why isn't anybody just thinking? Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is a simple, just thinking like i'm not a big ideas guy i'm not a big i don't consider myself a big thinker of big things 
Well, yeah, you didn't have to MacGyver your shit into the building. <laughs> it's all you had to do was be like, wait a second here. There's like 20 cars. There's five people outside. Right. Unless you guys drove a car here, walked home, and drove another car here three or four times. Okay. So in that situation, I just problem solved. I'm, you know, I just, I kind of told him because I was, I was a little irritated that, and, and, and there was no reason for me to be irritated necessarily because I wasn't standing outside, but I'm still like just befuddled that they are. Yeah. Like, why are you guys not thinking this through? And so it's, I was like, you know, I just tell my girls, I told them this, I said, you just make it happen. I mean, you gotta, yeah. you gotta figure things out. It's, it, it's the same thought process. And so this is kind of what the Starbucks, this kind of just like effing lemmings falling in line. <laughs> One person got out and was like, oh shit, the doors are locked. Oh, well, I guess I'll wait for Steve to show up. Steve shows up. He's like, what's up? Dude, doors are locked, man. Ah, oh, let's wait for Debbie to get here. I think she's got Fred's number. <laughs> Debbie shows up. Hey, guys, what's going on? Uh, the doors are locked. Ah, oh, well, I got Fred's number. Let me call him, see if he can come up and unlock the doors. Like, they're just, they no, like, there's not one. And finally, a common sense person shows up, Tony. <laughs> At that, just Tony shows up and says, hey, wait a second here. Right. There's only five of you, okay? Now, I ain't no genius, but I learned in second grade that if there were 10 cars in the parking lot. Yeah, this was like a story problem. Yeah. (laughs) And there were five idiots at the door waiting to get in. Most likely, there were more people in the building, okay? Right. So let's move our way to a different part of the building and see if there's some people here. Right. But no, Debbie and Steve and... Jim, they're standing there going, uh, well, we're just going to wait for Fred to show up with the keys. Like, come on, dude. It's not- slightly, It was slightly disconcerting. I mean, come on. It's lemmings, dude. Lemmings. They all just got out. And they're just So like- Sierra's with me. And I was like, all right, Sierra, we're going we're gonna to take care of this from now on. She's got a, she's got a key to the church. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's like a key to the city. So she's got a key to the church. She can do the alarm stuff. And so I was like, you just need to remember, because I usually drive, We, you know, mm-hmm. and she has it on her car keys. So I said, from now on, you just need to bring your keys. Yeah. Problem solved. Problem solved. We, we get this. So she was with you, but this. she didn't have her keys on Yeah, because I drove. Yeah, so but, she's not going to have her keys. But I mean, even problem, even not problem solved, like, dude. That's just that whole story right there. That's just that is exactly what happened. Like you can just see them all point up one at a time, and they getting out like, "What's going on?" And they're like, "Oh, the door's locked." Like they just they they're just not thinking, you know. And it's like it's troublesome that there were multiple people that didn't. Like I don't know what they were thinking. I didn't take the time. I just took the time to be a little. We're not saying that everybody there, the five people or whatever, that they're a bunch of idiots. Could be smart people. I feel They're all like very smart people. I feel like line two here, which is what you were talking about, when someone else doesn't live up to the to your standards, right. you could either. And I feel like this is what we're doing. Okay, we're doing actually line one and line two, but mostly line two. Okay, or mm-hmm. line two and three, but mostly line two. 
You can either speak up clearly about what you expect, try to see the situation from the other person's point of view, or decide you need to let it go. I feel like that's what we're doing on this podcast. Because this was the original question that was asked, was are we too irritated, right? Like this podcast, is it a big irritation? What we're doing is we're seeing the annoyance and we're speaking up clearly about it, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're we are. Up clearly we're about it, right? Speaking up clearly, right? About what about what we expect? Yes. Common sense. <laughs> what we expect? Common sense, right? right? Right. And we're trying to also see <sighs> the situation from the other person's point of view. Right. Hence the Starbucks thing that we posted. Hey. Give us your thoughts on what you think about this. Doesn't matter that we called them all idiots after we were done. We tried to see their point of view, right? And then our listenership dropped off dramatically after that. Yeah, and then it says, or decide if you need to let it go. We just decide not to let things go. We're just gonna keep talking about them. Like it's, and I think that's the whole goal here is that it's common sense, right? right? Like. I use that word. I was just talking to some guys on the PlayStation. I know I bring it up a lot, but I, I'll play on there and I'll be talking to some guys. And one of the guys says on the game Red Dead Redemption 2, he says, it took me forever to figure out how to get into the boat. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I got to the point where I was had a boat and I went to go get into the boat, right? Yeah. And common sense would tell me that if you hold down on triangle to get onto your horse and you hold down on triangle to get onto a carriage, Mm. you probably hold down on triangle to get into the boat. Mm -hmm. So I held down on triangle, the guy got in the boat, and I rode out into the water. So I say to the guy, did it really take you a long time to figure out how to get in the boat? Mm -hmm. And he goes, yeah, like I couldn't figure it out. And I was like, I mean, what do you do to get onto your horse? Hold down on triangle? One would assume that you would hold down on triangle to get into the boat. Right. Get on anything, basically. the other guy that's in the party with us, he goes, well, D-Dog, because that's my name in there, you know, D-Dog doesn't understand that assume begins with the word ass and blah, blah, blah. He had some big story about it. And I said, you know what? And I told the guy's name's Chief, which it's a longer name now, but we call him Chief. I said, you know what, Chief? I said, in actuality, it's common sense. I said, how do you get onto a carriage? He goes, well, the first time I went to go get on a carriage, I pressed square because I thought I had to jump up onto it before I could get on it. And I was like, why? But you, you don't do down, that on any other game. You, you, you hold down on triangle to get into, onto your horse. You yeah. hold down on triangle to get onto a carriage. So you would think with common sense, you would hold down on triangle to get into the boat. Right. It's It, it has nothing to do with... Well, this is what I thought, and I, and I was trying to process it. Common sense would tell you this is what you do for these two things. Common sense, people. Use common sense. Common sense. Yeah. Like the word Italian. Common sense would tell you it's there's not a space in between the I and the Italian, okay? <laughs> right. You're not creating two words there. <laughs> I'm just trying to, you know, so I feel like we're 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 – Digging into these situations and giving our point of views pretty clearly, I would say. We're also asking people for theirs, even though we may not take them. And, and well, we're asking people for the Well, we might take some people's. I mean, it just right. depends on if it is actual common sense. Right. But I, I feel like that line right there is kind of what we're trying to do here. You know what I'm saying? Right. We're trying to take these annoying or irritated items and we're trying to kind of 
you know, help mold people into how they can deal with them. Just trying to make people better. Trying to make people better, which is line three right there, which is basically says line three. It says <laughs> you can become an activist and make at least your corner of the world a bit better. So on this podcast, yeah. we're activists yeah. and we're trying to make our corner of the world fit better <laughs> <laughs> by yelling at everybody exactly. about just using common sense. <laughs> if we, I think I have a feeling though, if we continue to do it the way we're doing it, uh huh, our corner of the world is going to become very, very small. Well, here's this. Okay, here's this. <laughs> So I like have a we're second... just going to be talking to each other at some point. <laughs> <It> possibly could <laughs> happen. <laughs> but here's the deal. I came up with a second list. Okay? okay. So here's the list of the five most common reasons we get annoyed, right? Right. Here's my second list. And I'm wondering if you came up with this list. It's four reasons to be grateful for annoying people. Okay. I don't think I saw that. Think so about this, away. right? Yeah. Okay, so number one, mm -hmm. they are your teachers, all right? Mm. Okay. Think about the person who irks you, mm -hmm. who's an irritation or an annoyance, right? What can you learn from them? Is it boundary setting? Are you constantly the beta to someone else's alpha? Do you need to stand up for yourself more? In that case... Bossy Becky from college, who always calls the shots, is teaching you to use those pipes of yours to have your needs met, too. Mm. So, I mean, in actuality, we're bringing up annoying situations, right? And maybe it's annoying to people that we're doing this, but really they're just learning from us. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're back to what we do perfectly. Yes, exactly. And twisting things completely around. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Number two. Let's just breeze right through these. Number two. They reveal what needs to be healed. Oh, man. When someone bothers us, maybe a, uh, maybe a conflict. Confident, outspoken, new hire at work, or your or your best friend's new yoga pal, it can highlight what we need to heal within ourselves. So that's true. They reveal what needs to be healed. So sometimes when people come up and they say and they are annoying or whatever, yeah, that can be that could show what needs to be healed, right? Uh, yeah. I so, think that's what we've been talking about these for last sure. two weeks. It says, ask it's, yourself. There's a lot of self-reflection on my part. For sure. It says, ask yourself. And that's what this just says. It says, ask yourself, why does this person set me off? Yes. What within you is reacting? Yes. Be understanding and loving towards yourself when you understand, when we understand our fears and triggers, not only do they loosen their hold on us, but we naturally begin to feel less aggravated by others too. Yes. That's what that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. Okay. Number 3. Contrast serves you if you let it in in parentheses. Last year, I reluctantly joined a pricey writers club even though my initiation uh nope Intu intuition, oh, totally read that word wrong, even though my intuition told me it wasn't a great idea. I did so after some enthusiastic encouragement 
from a blogger friend of mine, despite the fact that something felt a little off about it. Two weeks in, I had grown aggravated by a nonstop chatterbox who joined the group late. Her dominant influence on the club and stupid comments in the Facebook group showed me maybe I was right in making a call to peace out of the group, which I'd wanted to do from day one. Turns out quitting the group was the right thing for me, and I joined a different group. Perfect fit community soon afterwards. Mm. What? Perfect fit community soon afterwards. So basically, he's saying, he's saying, contrast serves you if you let it in. What's what? What's the rest of this? But that was thanks to Chatty Kathy who put the nail in the club member's coffin. She did me a favor by steering me in a new direction. Right. But basically, they're saying that her annoyance caused him to find the correct path that he needed to be on. Right. Right. Number four is you can't save everyone, Mm. but we're going to try. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's kind of where my, yeah. So this says, uh, what does it say? It's, it's terribly frustrating when you want to ask when you want to assist someone and they don't, and they won't take your help like a friend who is miserable about being stuck in a dead-end job but won't leave, or your boss who never stands up for herself against her male counterpart, or that relative who won't eat healthy food even though you know they are crying at night over their weight gain. That might be me. (laughs) Oh, man, I'm feeling kind of big today. You know what I'm talking about tonight? <laughs> you only live once, right? Uh, so, anyways, that I, I, I those are all really good. Those and are those, all good. I touched on that last one last week when Shelly tells me, you know, kind of throws my words back in my face. Yeah, and I say that in jest. Yeah, I say that in jest um, because it's true. It's like what you can't own that. You can't own everything. You can't fix everybody. Um. But sometimes it's just really frustrating. This is why I don't want to be is the second to last one that you read is I don't want to be the cause for somebody to leave me. I want to be wanted. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So I don't want to I don't want to redirect somebody. I want to be the right path. So I need to figure out how to make the to go back even further to the first one, I need to readjust my thinking or just keep my mouth shut. For sure. For sure. Because I find that <clears throat> I want people to do it my way because I think it's the right way. And if they don't, I'm just like, it's just immediately, I'm like, I just got to let things go and not, oh, <laughs> a very wise, I think I may have mentioned this, but a very wise 15 year old told me that I care too much. Did I mention that last week? Mm, no. She's like, Tony, you just care too much. And I was like, thank you. That is a, that's a good point though. That's good. So she basically took what was you asking for perfection and yes. turned it into, yes, you just care too much. Right. That's a, that's I was that's like, a, all right, I just got to stop caring so much. That was a good way so to much. spin it. That was a good way to spin it. For sure. Because I get, I get too worked up. And I, I think some of it, is, I don't want to make excuses. It just is what it is. But I think part of it is fatigue for me that I get mm-hmm. a little, I, 
feel it in my chest a little too quickly because of my work schedule. Yeah, for sure. But I can't let that affect other people. It might be a reason, but I can't put that on somebody else. Yeah. I got to figure out how not to put that on other people. Yep. Because there, I have people tell me that they love me basically in spite of me. <laughs> they love you for who you are type of thing? Yeah, like, we know, Tony, but we love you anyways. I don't yeah, want people oh, yeah, to yeah, love yeah, yeah, me yeah. anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want people to love me. Yeah. So yeah. that they'll, they'll love me even though I can be a dick. Yes, yes. I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Yeah, you know, so that's kind of where I'm at is trying to I need to take that beat that you're mentioning earlier. I need to take that second and just kind of breathe through it for sure and not get so wound up. And when I'm with friends, you know, be engaged and not, you know, the other thing is, I think with me and I really think this is true, that's when I'm with people, I may be tired. Like I tell people all the time, I will do my best if it's in the evening though and they know how much you know what times i work or just as a it doesn't even really have to do with work but my day starts naturally at like five or six right in the morning yep and so <clears throat> my best time is until about you know three or four and then i drop off yep I'm not super talkative you know i might <clears throat> just be really quiet not engaged completely or just kind of quiet mm -hmm. and so if i'm in that state people think i'm in a bad mood or i'm grumpy yeah you could just be just chill just chill yeah. yes and when they say that when they because i've had people say that are you just or what's wrong or are you grumpy that's what gets me grumpy oh, when people I start totally asking agree. me that i'm like i wasn't yeah you keep asking me and though, just, until just now you know, find i'm out. just chill yeah can I just be quiet? Yeah. Can I just not talk for a minute? <laughs> I mean, I could start talking. So I'm still engaged. Like I'm listening. And if there's something worth saying in this conversation, then I'll say for something. Sure. For sure. If I have nothing, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say shit to say shit. Yeah. And what what is the harm in pausing like we talked about? Giving a little, you can call it a self check in your head, right? right. That's what I call it. I when it, when something's said and I and I go to get annoyed, I have to self check myself, yeah, right? I gotta do that. Um, more. Sometimes I'll pull up at you know the house and somebody will be over and I have to pause and self check myself. And you know I just got home from work. I want to just relax right. and, and do nothing. I don't want to see other people, and I have to pause <laughs> and check myself and be like, okay, it's yeah, the, you know, the, but. I think that is what I'm trying to say is there needs to be more of that in everything we do, people. Right. Because it like with the chick who says Italian, if I just stopped being like, you know, is it really going to affect my day? Right. Probably not. Right. But it's it's a little pet peeve for me. Right. Yeah. It's a little pet peeve. Like, like say the word right. That's all I'm saying. You idiot. Right. right. But <laughs> I, I think that in general, if we just pause, whether it's on Facebook and what you're writing, pause, reread what you're writing, right. understand what you're writing. I never did that. I would right. write something and just send it like, <laughs> ah, who cares? Right. Yeah. Finally, I had to be like, okay, you know, either don't send anything at all. Right. Just 
kind of scroll through Facebook and be a creeper, which is what I do. Right. Or when you do write something, reread it. Make sure you're writing. A th- make sure that there's nothing in there that just just make sure it's just simple, right? Pause, pause yourself in everything you do. When you're driving down the road, if you're in a rush or whatever, is pause and think to yourself, why am I so irritated right now? Right. Why is everything bothering me? Did I put myself in this state by rushing, right. trying to get there at a certain time when I don't, when I can't get there at a certain time? You know, maybe I should have left sooner so I wasn't so irritated. Just give yourself a little check. Give it, give it a little check. But at the same time that I'm saying that, I'm also saying that there are things out there that irritate people. Yeah. And I like that we have this platform that we can kind of just bring that to the table right. and maybe talk through some stuff and people are listening going, yes, right. yes. And I would assume that most people, because we're amazing, I'm a professor and you're just Tony, that they're listening <laughs> and they're going, yeah, well, they're right on. And even if they weren't right on, they're right on. Right. <laughs> right. They might be a little irritated with our bluntness, but. Correct. If they really think about it, yeah, they know we're right. They know we're right. (laughs) (laughs) So I think a part of this that I'm I still need to see a therapist about. I have a list, a growing list. So you're still thinking of doctors in because I'm not a doctor. I'm just a professor, (laughs) right? So so well, maybe not a doctor, but I need to figure out. There's a there's a part of this, and I think we've talked about this, so it's going to be a repeat. But it's that age range that i told Mm -hmm. you about Mm -hmm. like there's something with people that are from a certain age to a certain age that i just i just have this awful non-trusting wall or something i haven't put my finger on it yet um where i just build these walls and i'm just a dick but with kids and old people especially kids you can't be. They're like, I'm always happy to be around. Well, not happy, but I, I treat them completely differently. Yeah. And I think maybe it's because they're non-threatening. That might be it. You know, we're an adult from a certain age to a certain age range that they're threatening to me and For I sure. see them as a threat. Yeah. And a child up to about 10, 12, I don't see as a threat. And that's kind of what I need to figure out what is that because it's very clear to me i just need to figure out that in between part what what is that why is that why am i non-trusting or why am i so threatened or what is it is that do you think it has to do i need to get common sense therapy like for that the older you get you get to an older age at some point and you just because me and Annie will do this, like an old man, we'll see an old man do something, and we'll yeah. be like, eh, he's he's old. He just, yeah. he just doesn't know any better, right? <laughs> he just doesn't. And with kids, right. we're like, eh, they're a kid. They just don't right. know any better. But when you hit a certain age going up, and before you get to a certain age surpassing, right, right. that little section there, you should know better. Right. There should be some yeah. common sense. Right. I think... There's two, for me, I think there's two separate things here. And uh, with the irritation and what you're saying, but there's a, this, what I'm talking about right now from an age to age and in the middle, I will get this. I don't know if it's an irritation, but I can feel it in my chest. 
you know, sometimes. I And I think it might be, I could be making, I could just be pulling this out of my butt, but I think it could be like a those two age groups are non-threatening to me. And I'm sure it has mm. to do with me growing up and something happening yeah. along the way where I just, and so sometimes I could come off like a total dick. I, I kind of went off on that. It's the same. I'm having a feeling about it, but I don't know if it's, I kind of got off uh, on the irritation, frustrate, you know, the irritation stuff. Yeah. But it, but the feeling is kind of the same. And so my patience saying. level with that group too is small where my patience level besides a crying kid that I can't shut up, I have no patience for that anymore. But for kids, unless they're just being assholes or just little jerks, yeah. for the most part, if kids are just good kids and I don't mind hanging with them, I don't like, I don't mind being around them. You know, I could joke around with them. Same with like older folks, unless they're just turds. You know, I like being around them. But the, and I like being around adults. Don't get me wrong. Like in that middle part, but there's like a threatening. I build up walls, and so there, my feelings kind of feel the same as the irritation I'm, I'm trying to tie it together and i don't even know if it's really tied together or not but i thought i'd bring it up anyways because there's, there's something there's there, a though. feeling that's there's something that's provoking that yeah yeah for sure so i I, spe- I specifically like the part where you said unless the kid's crying all the time i don't put up with that crap i don't like it i love uh, that i don't like uh it yeah. drives me absolutely bonkers yeah that i have no patience for yeah and my and my wife says to me the other day, I just want to have another oh my god baby, and no. I'm like, yeah, well, go marry someone else, yeah, because this isn't happening here. Let me just tell you, I do never want to go back there again, Mm-mm. ever. Nope. Ever. Nope. Let me I just agree. tell you that hundred <laughs> percent. I'm sorry. Never, I ever, never, <laughs> ever want to have a kid again. I mean, just and people who have kids, that's great. If you have a baby, I'll be like, ooh, that's sweet. I just don't And understand. I'll rub the baby's head like this, yeah. like, ooh, that's nice, but I don't really care to hold it. I don't it. understand I don't people that have it. kids later in life, like our age. I don't get it. I'm too tired. There's no way in hell. Yeah. I have no patience for anybody. <laughs> I'm too tired. We sound like curmudgeons now. <laughs> well, our friend Erin listened, and she's like, you guys are so, you're the crankiest old man. <laughs> She's like, I can't even imagine what you're going to be like when you're 70. I know. That's what's going to make this. She's like, you guys. If we're are... still doing this show when we're 70, it's going to be amazing. That's all I got to say. She said, you guys are so grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> what's funny is her brother just told me that he had listened to an episode and he said it was kind of cool. He goes, but really, you guys were just laughing through the whole thing. And I was like, yeah, because we're just having fun, right? Right. So it's it's funny that she said we're just grumpy and cranky. Right. And he was like, and he took it as like the one episode he heard that we were right. just laughing through the whole thing, which, so you know, Brandon, why aren't you watching more of those episodes? Come on. Or right. listening to more of those episodes. Yeah, but, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so it's, you know, yeah, there's a bit of it that is cranky. I actually, uh, I looked up the actual definite of uh, curmudgeon. Yeah. And because I've been, like I said, I've been using it a lot. And I told Annie, I said, the actual definition of curmudgeon is a crusty, angry old man. And she goes, that's you. (laughs) (laughs) Shelly would say the same thing. Yeah, that's you. I was like, no. Well, we have... Some of the things we've talked about, now we've just put 
we've discovered a platform that we could put our thoughts exactly. out into the ether. Exactly. And um yeah, I do want some listeners, so but the thing you is, know what is I've noticed? our thoughts and the shit we come up with when we're together is so, and I'm not saying this to boast our heads, because by any means, it's not a boasting thing for us. It's not right. like we're sitting here going, oh, everybody just needs to, it, it's just, it's so good, us two together. Our chemistry is so good. I the shit so. we come up with is <laughs> yeah. so rich and so good that it was like when, when, when you came to me and you said, we got to do a podcast. We got to do a podcast, right? right? Originally, it was going to be, you know, not your mom's podcast because we felt like it would be too right. out there for, you know, some moms and stuff. Yeah. But in actuality, the stuff we're talking, it's just everyday yes. stuff and it's just right. making it. It's good. It's it's fun. It's don't come into it with this sense of like, oh, my gosh, these guys are just a bunch of right. know, angry old men. No, we're just having fun. Like, right. this is just us being us. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. I mean, you know what I've noticed one thing that I've tried to this is kind of offset sort of. It's kind of like a limb off of what we're talking about and who we are. Mm-hmm. So lately in text, especially in groups, I have purposely tried to be happier and use words that I normally wouldn't. Like almost what I would feel would be overdoing it when in reality, I'm just meeting where everybody else is at. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times in text, I'll be like just facts. You know, like I think a lot of dudes are that way. Just not a lot of fluff, not a lot of flowers. It's just boom, 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 boom. And so lately I've been trying to make my text lighter. To some degree. Okay. All right. And I don't know if anybody... It's it's probably not very noticeable. Like I said, f- for most people, it would just be what... How normal people... Right. So and I don't want to say... Oh, I don't that's wanna, a normal text. Yeah. I don't want to put myself out on an island away from everybody else. But i just trying to make it, a, I guess, a little bit more flowery. Which okay. I, that is not typical for me. I yeah. just like facts. You know. I agree. Facts are facts. I like facts Whatever too. the facts are. Somebody asked me a question and it's a yes or no. You're getting a yep or a nope. Yeah. That's what you're getting. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to elaborate. Right. Right? Sometimes I start to elaborate and I'm like, I don't. No. They don't need all this. Yeah. Let's yep. get to the point. Nope. Right. You know, it's it's. Simple and easy, and I'm not trying to. I just it's it's and I'm I'm only doing that in certain texts. I sure. still like to just give what I need to give. Yep, just it is what it is. So you're trying to change, basically, is what you're. I'm, me. Well, I'm always on a path to change. Yeah, I'm always on a consequence. That's why I wish I could be in therapy like once a week because I have a list and it is growing. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so <laughs> I have a list and it is growing. It's growing. And that's that's the thing that we need to point out here is we're always willing to change our yeah. thought process or our mindset. I'm pretty right? self aware. And so if you can come to us and it and it's you know you don't like just for instance the Starbucks thing. Yeah. You know, don't bring another lemming way of doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. 
because I don't want to hear that shit. But if you have something that actually makes sense, right? Then and and you have a way of doing it that is different than what I do, right? Then and it makes sense, and it, it oh okay, that's a better one. Then I'll listen, but I don't want you bringing some other lemming way of how that works to right. the to the table. That's that's where I'm saying if if you have something that is going to benefit the situation or make it better, right? Or and and can change my mindset in that. Great, awesome, right? I, I'm I'm all game to listen. I my wife brings up things all the time to me, and I think I'm like no this is the way it is and she'll say something and i'll be like oh okay you know for instance the the i don't want to get in detail of what it was but the work thing that i had going on that i brought to you right and i'm sitting there and i'm listening to my brothers and i'm thinking no that's not that's not right right and then you brought up the situation which is what they were saying and but the way you said it to me mm-hmm. was different, right? Mm-hmm. It was like a different a different dial, right? It was like mm-hmm. they were on channel seven on a CB radio, but you turned to channel three and said it, di- and it was it was different. It was clearer to me. Mm-hmm. And when you said that, it was like a light bulb went off mm-hmm. in my head, and I changed my thought process in that, right? Right? I wasn't for that, you know. I wasn't for that, and I changed, and now I'm for the way that you were saying, which is what they were kind of saying. So. Right. It's I'm all for change, yes. but you've got to be able to present it to me in a way that helps That's me clear. to see it clear, clearly, yes. because if you just come with a bunch of mumbo jumbo right. and you don't really have anything with substance there, right. you're not going to get me to bite. Right. So... That's all we're saying. Exactly. You know, we're not crusty, old, angry men. We're just... Set in our ways. Yeah. I mean, some of it might be, but, <laughs> yeah. it's, you know, it's we're, we're willing to change. It's just that we're just giving our points of view. Right. And for the most part, we're fucking spot on. <laughs> There's the one. <laughs> Save it for the end. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I had to. I had to because we are. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, where are we at real quick? We're at one hour and 13 minutes. Okay. Well, I just wanted to real quickly say that we did start uh haunting of hill house yeah uh it's it's good it's good right. where are you at uh what we episode? just finished episode three okay started episode four last night but i uh, got tired so we stopped it but we'll probably finish okay. episode four and do five uh also tonight so now did you find that the first couple were kind of tough to get through yeah the first couple are kind of tough but I've it does even, get better i've even heard reviewers say because netflix can do that yeah they drag on we talked about that last i think it was last week mm-hmm. and i heard you know, people that review shows say the exact same thing. Like, uh, are going to just bail, but they pushed yep. through and got to about f- five, six, seven is really where it gets. It's really good. Yeah. So hang in okay. there because it gets really good. Oh, we're excited. And, it, it, uh, it's good. It's good. Shelly it's not and, cheesy or anything. Yeah. Shelly and Sierra got through it because it's pretty meaty. It's not just, For it sure. deals with a lot of family dynamics and, and dysfunction and stuff like that. And so it's not just about, haunted house absolutely yeah they're dealing with stuff and when you were saying i was listening to i was listening to the last little bit of our podcast today yeah uh, from last week and when you were saying that that even the kids and their acting like they make you feel for that kid yeah and they really do they do they make you feel for that kid you know i've watched a lot of shows like um i don't want to ruin it for anybody who hasn't seen it but uh walking dead last night just had the last episode that rick grimes is going to be in Okay, because he's leaving the show. Right. And there was a scene in there 
where it had three different people's points of view on this particular scene, right? Mm-hmm. And like one of them was like an emotional, like like that when their point of view came into the picture, it was like, man, it, it like got to me, right? Like mm-hmm. had I been a little bit more invested into that character's mindset of 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 you know what was going on uh for the reasoning of it being emotional um it it would have it would have maybe broke me down and and gotten me a little choked up right but it, i felt that right the other two i was like this is just, what is that like right. that doesn't that doesn't do it for me right and they were trying they were trying to give this complete emotion into it right. but it just wasn't like it just wasn't and this show is doing that that i think you're right even the kids the the parts they play they make you feel the eeriness they make mm-hmm. you feel what they what they sense and what they mm-hmm. see and mm-hmm. it's really good it really yeah. is it's good stuff good stuff so anyways right. just wanted to touch on that sure. started it so all right well that is going to wrap up this episode yeah for sure episode 30 dude moving along That's like i said good. i hope i hope you know the hope would be that we're like Mike and Mike, and we're in our 60, 65 years of age, oh and we're still God. doing this thing. <laughs> Hopefully we have more than 30. Correct. Listeners. That would be great. <laughs> would All be right, awesome. man. Take it All easy. Right. We'll see you.